you are here, it means you are a devout follower of my website. There's not very many of you, uh, but this is a brand new podcast called The Buddy Pass. We just launched last week. The trailer's been up for a little while. Uh, and today, I have the honor and privilege of bringing you our very first episode with my buddy Raj Banag. He is a relief printer, an artist, an activist. He is uh, a man of many talents, hails from Baltimore. His family's from Thailand, now lives here with his wife, Raina, in Durham. And we talked about quite a bit. You know, there's a lot going on in the world today between COVID and the recent Black Lives Matter protests, just a whole lot going on. So really what this podcast feed was for, was created for, is to give some of those tangential conversations that I end up having all the time with folks on the Buddy Ruski show, uh, the OG podcast, uh, give those conversations an opportunity to, to continue to breathe and develop uh, in, in a new space. So I'm really excited today to bring you this episode. I really hope you enjoy it. Uh, it ran a little long, but you know, with Raj and I, we could talk for hours and hours and hours. So I hope you enjoyed the conversation as much as I have. Again, you can always support the Patreon, patreon.com backslash buddyruski. Make sure to tell a friend and, uh, and stay safe out there, everyone. Enjoy the show. Uh, the world is burning, and <laughs> we got to figure out how to tend to it while we still can. Uh, what has life been like for you these last few months? We were just talking about all the different hats that you have to wear right now between your personal life, your professional career. You're a married man. You have a you know family to tend to, uh, and then your activist hat. It's not even that. It's a fucking. It's a. It's a backpack. Yeah, and it's filled with fucking stones. Full gear, <laughs> full gear, tell. and it's fucking it's dragging on ground, and you have to fucking like get like, oh man, COVID exposed how the systems don't work, and then the protests and the the televised deaths of George Floyd and and uh, countless others now at this point, like have really fucking pissed people off, and like people are want, want there's there's definite wants that need to be like addressed in this climate on top of like, you know, everything else collapsed and the economy collapsing. Oh, did we forget that? Do we forget that other, that other thing? It, it kind of is a perfect storm between all the different variables, you know, the economy collapsing on its own would be a problem, but because of the, economy collapsing and everyone being at home we have a lot more time to think about how screwed we are yes and so yes. all these protests are a symptom of people like you said not only being pissed off about what's going on but not having anything to distract them from yep. being out in the streets and yep. and taking and seizing the moment There's no more distractions or excuses in the last like Three three weeks. We I don't know, we were talking about earlier. What? How many weeks? What? What? what when? When did it? Like uh, probably around three. At least. You know, it's like it seems like forever. Seems but. like forever, but it's like America has been undergoing like racist history for dummies. Like <laughs> like we are like 
experiencing like we're all like all these awkward like fucking dis uncomfortable conversations we should have been having when we were like in school younger like this is like we didn't whatever education we've we received did not address this in any meaningful way like we are all the victims of like a whitewashed history you know our generation is definitely one of convenience i think that you can point to a lot of things that have been you know a lot of quote-unquote innovations that have come up in the last 20 years that have made life really convenient for a lot of people and we're reluctant like most people are to give up those conveniences and i yes. think that that if you look at a lot of Comfort. the protests and movements that have happened in the past you know like the civil rights movement what they did was disrupt that convenience. Yes. They made things really, really difficult and painful for people to... To carry on with the status quo. That's right. Like, and yeah. I think that that's where we're starting to really see a turning point is disrupting people's convenience. I went on a, a protest bike ride here in Durham a couple of days ago, and we went out on uh, down South Austin Avenue towards central it's a pretty you know it's a four-lane road it's pretty wide and we probably had 70 cyclists yeah. out there just took over both lanes and and what was really cool was all we didn't really have any issues with any of the drivers everyone was like honking at us in support uh, in support and throwing up the black power fist and just they recognized that them being slightly disrupted for five seconds was worth it to show support and to egg on this movement and so i think that that it's going to take more of that on a Are grander scale i think it also depends like i don't know it's, it's until it's like same thing with like COVID. like if people until it affects them they don't care about it they literally don't care so it's yeah. fake it's a, it's a liberal hoax it's it's just a means of control it's you know it's 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 oppression it's like it's a fucking pandemic. Right. <laughs> it's a, like yeah. it's a pandemic, yeah. and it's affecting everyone, not just not this one group. It's literally right. affecting everyone. It's like COVID has no prejudice. No prejudice. Don't give a fuck. And like it doesn't matter if you're rich, poor, oh man, like black, white, gay, straight. It doesn't matter. It doesn't yeah. matter what you are. It's just like just it's going, it's going, it's going, it's going to get you if you get it. And like I think you're right about the exposure of these broken systems. That was a huge thing. I, you know, voted for Bernie in the primary and I felt like he was the one candidate, whether or not you believe that he could actually get anything done, was the one candidate who was at least speaking some truth to these issues. And it was really frustrating to have, to, to have his positions be seen as extreme or socialist as if that was a negative thing and well, people that's because people don't know our, our what policies we have enacted now and don't realize they are actually benefactors of already enacted socialism or socialist not not like it's not complete but it's like a, it's 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 a it's there are these things these social programs you know social programs right. social security social like there's like Social media. Yeah, it's like, well, we, there's all these things that we have that are like, you know, we, we, 
we pay into there. I don't know. There's just like all these fucking structures that are just like, <sighs> well, but, but they're clearly broken. And I think yes. that that's something that we have to reckon with. And I'm worried that the politicians that we have right now at the forefront of these movements are not adequate enough. I don't trust, yes. you know, Bill de Blasio. I don't trust uh, Chuck Schumer. I don't trust Nancy Pelosi. I don't old, trust. It's nothing against old people. It's just like right. they're, they're like, they're still playing an older game while the game, it's like, we're on version like, like six now guys. Like you need to all catch up. You need to upload, you need to upload the new, the new, uh, uh, like system, system software to like <laughs> operate in today. Like what, how do I, how do I type in my password? It's like, you know, like they have like, you know, they can't. It's like those people that always just hit remind me later on the. Dude, it's like we have, we have people running our government who are literally technology illiterate. Like, don't like, like that's yeah. scary. Or we have people in positions, you know, that are on like the science committees that None. took the last time they took a science class was in middle school. Yeah. They have like and no business. I think business. that's a huge, no, huge issue. Huge, huge issue. When we're talking about solving these grand problems that grand we problems. There's, have yeah. in our country right now. There's a lot of work and this is this is just this can be the beginning or we honestly just fizzle out and just we we get more of the boot. We I mean for I, another 4 years of Trump are you kidding me like dude that's I was just about like, to say dude, it's going to be like terrifying. We cannot afford I mean I, I was already pissed off about the idea of him Oh, dude, being like, there for another four years, but I can't imagine what life would actually be like going into the next year with Donald Trump as president. I think that our country would would deteriorate in a way that people are not taking seriously. Well, enough. they're already looting the coffers. They're already like I've been saying this for fucking years, like since the beginning. Like Miguel, they're like they will just rob us blind, and then whoever, whatever poor person gets the fucking presidency will be blamed but they're like where's all this money we need the money to do this like dude so many companies applied for those billions of dollars and like all these different businesses didn't get shit like small businesses that they, these that republicans harp about small businesses need our help <laughs> you know that they fucking harp on all the fucking time where's the fucking help nowhere you didn't fucking come and to go on and get more like what i've been doing i've just been like i've just been like making just been just getting ideas out writing drawing uh, just talking with people, getting to them print, printing. I've been, I've printed for, uh, two youth, two actions. One was the, 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 uh, the memorial that was downtown. I like couldn't be there for the even for the thing, but I went there and I printed, I pushed this cart down there and printed like, and just gave out free posters. And that was kind of, that was a little, a little crazy. That, or like, it was like crazy. in the fact when I show up, there was like mad police around. Mad police. It's like very like. I just want to make sure I'm not a threat. Like no, this exercising my rights, my rights.
So what do you think the specific role is for artists right now in this moment where we are not just trying to illustrate the pains of the black community and, and what's happening to our country, but we're really trying to enact change to get people to be proactive during this chaotic, you know, upside down world that we live in. So what, what do you think, what are you doing and what do you think that is, what is the job of the artist right now and during this pandemic slash protests? History. I think it's history is learning our dark history or not. I'm not gonna say dark. Sorry. It's it's another thing. It's changing your language, trying to fix yourself. Like, now, not dark. Our racist, bigoted past. You know, not. It's not. You know, trying to change language again. Like you're always adapting. You're always changing. So like the idea of, like using language like black and dark and evil. You know, that's a, that's a thing. You know, like educating yourself, educating others, and just, I don't know. It's it's it's. We can't sugarcoat the past, and you and the only and when you don't learn you don't when you don't know the past or learn about the past you repeat it you're doomed to repeat it it's like literally what we're doing right now you know like like we let like you know civil the civil war made this like gaping wound that when we let like jim crow put the band-aids over you know like they like had full control like you know after 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 reconstructing after they like had their this white insurrection and fucking kicked all these people out, you know. Now, now people learning about. Oh, I didn't know what happened in Tulsa, Oklahoma. I didn't know that was so bad. What is going on here? Like, ah, like this is. These are important parts of our history that we need to. And even like, like for me as an Asian American, like, learning about black history in America and like what's happened to them and like enslavement like you're like that one thing you posted earlier about enslavement like don't call it slave or called enslavement it wasn't like and like it's learning with Asian stuff that's happened here like you know we helped build we, we did things too but like we never learned about this so learning about that on my own and then like even then you learn about others you learn about like Latinos you learn about Latinx you learn about like like gay like, like uh, LGBTQIA like you learn about like Stonewall, all these other things. It's like there are all these people who've been fighting just to fucking live and just to like. And one thing, one important thing that I've been, I've learned through all this is that, like, when at when when black black leadership during the civil rights, you know, they did not have to include Asians. They knew they they like, if we don't, we were like we can't do things to get like we need everyone. It's like everyone like. Not white people didn't want that. Fucking black, like black Americans wanted that. You know, that's like, that's a crazy thing. It's like, whoa, Asian people, wake the fuck up. Like, you know, we have a very important, like, part to play in, like, helping our, like, our brothers of color. It's like, you have to, I don't know. We're all, like, like I hate this fucking, uh, I know people are tired of saying all together, but it's like, we have to. It's like, we, this country runs when we all work together. When we're disjointed, it falls a fucking part. Yeah, and so much of this history too is recent history. Yes, I think that, it's that's not what people forget when we talk about slavery, when we talk about Jim Crow, we talk about civil rights. You know, our parents and grandparents lived it. Dude, it's not in our parents' generation. Like, interracial marriage was illegal. Like nineteen, like Loving Day just happened last week. Last Friday was Loving, uh, Loving Day, and it was like interracial marriage was made legal. On June twelfth, nineteen sixty-seven, like 
I would not be allowed to marry my wife if that didn't happen. And then like one, another thing I learned was like, like, like and it was, it was even before the civil war and like the 16, through the 1690s, or it was basically when Europeans and like poor Europeans and African-Americans were pretty much doing the same stuff, indentured servitude and then and enslavement. And then they were mi- like, mixing communities and then becoming like one people and then they broke that apart they made they made interracial marriage illegal they made like that's when they that's when they created the police that's when they created like it's like ah like holy that's like oh my god (laughs) this is so dark like what the fuck and like we've just been perpetuating it over and over again and like my 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 artwork about the war on drugs like that is like a hundred percent about the industrial prison complex and how we've used drugs as a means to keep in, uh, enslavement alive. Like, like, I feel like at this point now, if things say they're made in America, it's made, it was made in a jail. It was made in a prison. It was made in, in like, it was made by slave labor. Do you think that, so you think that uh, the artists right now... It's our, it's our job to magnify... The history. The, the history, the issues, and also magnify voices, people who are... Like, I, like, like the printing I'm doing, I don't want to be like, I just want to print. Like, I want to work more with other people. I want to be like a, just like, like, just be the megaphone. Just like, you know, give me an image. Give me something. Let me print it for you. Here's a fucking stack of a hundred. Go get these out to whoever you want to get out to. Like, you know, that's like, it's like educating. It's like, as an edu- it's like, you have to educate because we don't know. You can't improve. You can't, you don't know what's better or you don't know if there is a better, if you don't know what the worst is, you know? And it's like, yeah. I found that in line with that, something that I've been somewhat proud of myself for during quarantine is I've been reading a lot more books and it's not as if I didn't have the time to do it. I just think my default for so long was just come home. I say that I'm tired. I don't want to do anything thought provoking or stimulating. So I just watch Netflix or I watch sports. You turn your brain off. Yeah. And you know, I think that there is some, validity to, to that um but something that i've realized during quarantine and, and through reading all these different books is i actually feel a lot more empowered after that and and able to articulate the things that i want to say but also to your point about history and threading these different aspects of our community together it all happens through engaging with literature with art you know i think you know writing is is an art form so i kind of lump all those things together mm-hmm. um and that to me is really what has been missing i think in the last few years i was when the protest began i went through my music and was looking for a, trying to put together a playlist of songs that i felt like could speak to me during this moment and i was texting with our buddy Ryan Coca about it and saying that I, I couldn't find any recent music to put in this playlist mm-hmm. and Spotify had put together a couple sort of janky Black Lives Matter playlists and there were a few somewhat recent artists in there like Vic Mensa, Kendrick of course uh, and some other one-off songs but there weren't artists like 
in you know the soul artists in the 70s yeah. like Marvin Gaye and Nina Simone and Etta James I and think, then even in the 90s with I think like, Earth Gang Trump. yeah Earth so, Gang is one that is that's been they've been my like jam like I've been bumping every like Dreamville I feel has been like for like as I like I love like I grew up on on like 90s hip hop and and I feel like a lot of like what they're doing and what they're presenting is like I don't know, it just it's it's really it's got a lot of I don't know it's something about it it's just like whoa it's like it's 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 not just hip hop it's not just rap it is it is it's transcending something else but it's just like it's like this is a, this is a blending of 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 lots of things and it's like this is like a it's a it's it's I don't know to me that's like like hip hop is like like so American. Like there's yeah. like nothing. It's it's like I don't know. There's something about it. It's just so fucking. It's it 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 would be from here. It would be have its origins here. It would be have origins from you know, black black Americans. It would have like, you know, because it's 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 powerful. It is power. It's like yeah. I mean, it's it's the same. It's in that same lineage that uh, blues and soul music and you know these like uh poets these like street poets and it, it all is just an avenue for storytelling mm-hmm. and black the black american story is such a gritty such a tumultuous um story that i think you know I, i'm i'm hoping that from this more artists take it upon themselves to sort of return to that mantra of hip-hop that you know not that there wasn't party music back in the day because there was and i loved it and i and i like you know i'm a huge travis scott fan like i love uh, yeah. i love turning up when the time calls for yeah, it of course when, it's time for there's time for yeah but when sure. there's a time for this moment that we're in right now i urge specifically hip hop artists because they have this avenue to Platform, connect yeah. with lots of people not just black and brown people but, but people all across the world i yeah. mean hip hop is the dominant culture and so i think that it's important that our that there's music that can speak to that yeah. and you know i think about black star the roots common even yeah. early kanye Tribe Called Quest, De La Soul, um, you know, KMD, Brand Nubian. Yeah, but we, I think we have KRS-One. To... Like, there are just so many artists that yeah. that was like their, that's what they were rooted in. You know, their Tribe Called Quest might do a turn up song here and there, but their mess, even their turn up songs. Yeah. Like, yeah. You they hear some something. of their more sort of like party friendly music and you realize like, oh, there's actually a lot happening in these lyrics. Mm-hmm. It's not. The hook's not just catchy or the beat's yep. not just great. and It's good music. And uh, to your point, I think Dreamville, man, I, J. Cole uh, has really impressed me over the years with how he's evolved. And he's certainly not perfect. But oh, no. I mean, and, no one is. That's what we have to remember. No, no one is perfect. And that's what we have the big, that is a big thing. Like, we carry people at this, like, unrealistic standard of perfection. Fucking humans, yeah. You know, we all like everyone fucks up, and everyone, they're working like, through it. They're working through it. Being being a human is constant work. It's yeah. not just like easy street. You know, yeah. it's like you always, we're always adapting, we're always evolving, 
and it, it's 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 just it's constant work but yeah the it is it is that's what i'm saying like, like we we're talking about it earlier like the evolution of people how like you are you have you've like you know you've analyzing your own past me analyzing my own past and like how we've evolved into the men that we are now you know and it's like what is like how do how do the people how have the people around you in your life how have they evolved or adapted and what i don't know you can kind of see there's like i definitely lost a bunch of some followers from from my shit because it's like whatever i'm saying is too real i guess but it's like sorry like sorry for your hurt feelings like have fun like i don't know like and I, I think I, we should i think that that's people should be losing followers over this the the perfect images I, i'm this is not a attribution to your work but i think just social media in general we are made to believe that our best selves live on these platforms yes. and so we are not willing it's curated, to curated share self. when you know, I, th I thought for a long time I had a pretty serious panic attack in December or in, in yeah, in December. And um, and for a long time, I was like, I don't know if I should say anything about this on my Instagram page or just like online because that it's just not the place for it. Yeah. People don't ever post these types of things on the Internet. Feelings and, to yourself. Right. You know? and, but <laughs> also, I was like, I don't want to I don't want the attention. I don't want to come off as I, I want attention right now. Yeah. Um, that's the hardest that's like your ego speaking at you and i feel like that's a big thing you have to, you you're always combating with is your ego and like you but always... i remember the internet being this place where real communities were built and you know I, I was an early facebook adopter i had twitter very early on like i you know i'm i try to jump on these things in real time yeah. and i just remember a different and maybe this is a false memory, but I feel like social media had the power to be this kind of platform where real conversations could happen and people could, you wouldn't just see uh, the perfect curated version of this yeah. person, but you would actually see their evolution as a human being in real time well, and I be able to interact with that. And that's what I want to get back to, not just for myself, but also for for the platforms in general, for them to be real meaningful gathering places online and not just the... But I think that's what always, like, I think we all want that, but it always devolves into this basic, this is my safe space, this is your safe space. We're going to inhabit those places and not, like, you know, it's like, it's people want it, but it's like, and we just haven't learned how to have conversations We're not. It's online new. It's either. new. It's brand new. I've been like, this is like a, like being able to think like I was on the podcast. I was on the print podcast. I was on the ladies in Australia. I was talking with her at the height of the, like at the beginning in March about the pandemic and it, oh, like the beginning of it essentially here in the States. And it was, you know, when you read accounts from like about the 1918 flu, like the closest thing you had to like you could maybe if you're rich enough had a phone a little whatever maybe like if that even was that even a thing yet phone who knows who fucking knows well yeah. like i mean there's a time but like you know what i'm saying it's like all you had was like your your window was your tv you'd be like oh they're coming to get the johnsons like they got it like and they're pulling out bodies out of this house and you're counting oh they only got three they have like four left oh man that's bad you know like it's like that's literally your news or whatever the paper was thrown on your fucking front porch you know if there was paper being delivered then you know and it's like or you were lucky enough to get it it's like it's great like we are so connected 
in a way. I don't know, my, my crazy brain going back, it's like, oh, yo, we, we in the Tower of Babel right now. That's crazy. Like, we all, we all speak one language. We can literally speak one language, like, together. Like, that's, that's wild. And I don't know if we take advantage of that enough. Oh, no. No, no, no. We don't. I think, I th- I think is, is like, I don't know, I feel like social media got weaponized. You know, psyops, like, or like, not psyops, but like, there's a way to drive these mental wedges between people in a way, like, you know, calibrated, whatever. I mean, I don't, it's like whoever's out there doing that to us, sp- spreading, using lies and just like terrible things to kind of like keep people like, and like, like the craziest thing now is like, like QAnon people. Like, Q people, like, Q, like, those conspiracy theorists, like, freak me the fuck out. Like, they scare me. It's, like, frightening. It's, like, I like, I like, I like, don't get me wrong. I love listening to a podcast about good conspiracy. I like thinking about this as, like, not, I mean, there are crazy things happening, but it's, like, that, like, the stuff, that some of the stuff that, like, they're, like, harping is fucking bananas. It's, like, whoa. Like, this is, like, the first, like, for instance, the, I think in Georgia, it's either the 14th district or something. They got their first, like QAnon has their first. And it's like, I think this is my, my, my thing now is like the tea party has shifted into the Q party. It's just now like it's pivoted and it's like way darker than the tea party like ever was. Like, and it's like, this is, it's evolving. They were in an evolution. Like people are, other people are evolving and like they're like, they have to evolve to stay relevant, you know? And it's like, <sighs> let's let that breathe for a second we'll take a quick break and then uh and then we'll be right back I recently started listening to this podcast by this group called On Being. They're a media company. They do a lot of media, uh, podcasting around spirituality and religion and just different aspects of human philosophy that I find really interesting. And they had uh, this poet, Asian-American poet, on recently his name is ocean vong i don't know if you're familiar with mm. his work i was not before I my poetry great game is like real weak outside of hip-hop yeah i, feel you. <laughs> like, I, feel you. I know g i know i, I got g g is probably the only poet i know but i know he probably won't want me to say that but uh and there's so the, the, what's nice about these podcasts is they post the transcripts um so it's really easy to pull quotes from them and there's one here that I have in front of me that I want to share because I feel like it speaks to some of the things that we've been talking about in terms of uh, different generations in America and their principles and their priorities and and specifically with immigrants and sort of how they deal with it. Um, So he says, I think that's the great crisis of the first and second generation. The first generation made it here and to live at all is such a privilege that they're happy and even encourage you to put your head down work, fade away, get your meals, and live a quiet life. And I think the second generation, the great conundrum there, the great paradox, is that they want to be seen. They want to make something. 
And what a better way to make something and feel yourself with agency than to be an artist. So many of us immigrant children end up betraying our parents in order to subversively achieve our parents' dreams. And I think that that, well, let me just, what what do you think about sort of his Uh, approach to that? That's like, that really, yes, that's like the privilege that I am now acknowledging that I can do that. That's been like this whole like the like I said like la- like earlier like last fifteen years of like since I was like twenty to like twenty one to like now, like been re-examining who I am, who I was, what I am, like what I'm becoming, what I like, how, and and <clears throat> how to be a I don't know, just like better person and better and like and and I don't know it's just a constant. It is, it's crazy that in that short time. That you you know they they literally come here fucking blood sweat and tears, just go along and you know be the like you know be the don't be the nail that sticks up you know that's like huge, just assimilate you know that's why like you know most of my childhood I denied my cultural heritage like I was ashamed to be Thai I talk about I mean it like it it was like I didn't want to be Thai I wanted to be white you know it was like ever like. The white dudes got the girls. They're like they get all they get to do all the fun shit. Like you know, they're they, in all the movies. That they're I'm all watching. the movies. They're, they're always the super. They're saving the world. They're saving people. They're like, there was no Asian dude on TV. You know, and it was it was like a joke. He was like, you know, like like never a a a, a point of of like you know never loving, a leading man never a like, leading man never yeah. like you know and then like bruce lee came like we do watching float be, be water like i haven't seen it yet i mean it's, it's a, there, there is like there is nothing new that can be like really told about about like bruce lee but it's like he you know he was such a like fucking shining star like this like comet that just fucking kicked fuck his way into the fucking into the world and they fucking shut him down like when well, he was also you know he was known for martial arts yeah. you know the the two people that i can think of being famous asian americans growing up were bruce lee and jackie chan and well, jackie chan's not even, for, yeah and jackie chan's not even american he was in china he like you know he got he was born into like like he was like you know part of like what the peking like like he was almost like a like a circus actor, almost or like martial arts, like learning all these things to be like, you know, to like you know to 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 just uh, just train. I don't know. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. And so I think that, to your point, those two people. I mean, I would. I feel like most people stereotyped Asian culture as like karate is a very stereotypical mm-hmm. Asian thing, yep. and so of course the two most famous. Asian people in the United States both do karate. And, you know, I think it wasn't until, I mean, I can't even think of like the next big Asian movie star. Brandon Lee, The Crow. That was like, you know, he's halfway half Asian. I mean, and even, and then like. I think maybe Lucy Liu might be like the closest thing I can think of when I was younger. I feel like she's, she's uh she was in that Charlie's Angels movie. Yeah, but that was in like the two. Was it the late nineties, like yeah. like in two thousand? But like, Brantley was a crow in the nineties. Like, okay, and that was and that was like, then he got fucking killed in that movie. Right. It's like, god damn it! Like, yo, like it's like, and then, but you're never gonna get those. I mean, you you have some people now, but 
those roles weren't available. The, you know, the types of roles that like Brad Pitt and Matt Damon and George Clooney like and Tom Cruise and all these guys, Asian American actors are not henchmen or kung fu master, karate master slash karate master because they're the same thing. Because the same thing, <laughs> you know. It was like whatever. It starts with the K. You kick whatever. You know, like it's it's like that was like the like yeah that was it. I mean like one one dude. One of my favorite, like, he's like, uh, I think it's Ricky, Ricky Kyung. He's the dude in Die Hard who, when they're like, the police are about to storm in, he has the, he reaches and grabs the candy bar and I don't eats remember it. That movie. Dude, but he's like, he's in that one. He's in like Big Trouble Little China. He's like, and he's a henchman in like so many movies. It's like, that, that was his, his role. And it's like, so good. It's like, he does it so well. I love, I love that guy. I was, we, Eliza and I just watched one, uh, all the Indiana Jones movies. And I guess it's in the second one, uh, where short round. Yeah. Data. And I'm like, this could not be made today. More <laughs> stereotypical. Again, like Harrison Ford was everyone's, Super, you know, he, he wasn't technically a superhero, but like he was the action star. He was, like he was a super archaeologist. And he was <laughs> right, a super. Yeah. He was a super. Whatever he, he he. But even like a lot of movies that uh, I was thinking about this like with media, so like Harrison Ford, like or like movies about oppression where it's a white dude, like leading a rebellion, a revolution, all about it. Mel Gibson, oh, you lead this revolution? Take me with you. You know, <laughs> like, carry me. You know, like, we will love it. Well, and like, and Harrison Ford, too, like, fugitive. When he's like, or like, man, when he's like, he's always put, like, I feel like in the 90s, he's always put in the situation, I didn't kill my wife, you know? <laughs> like, he's trying to prove his innocence. When even so, like, Star Wars, you know, yep. that whole thing Dude, is about. About a rebellion, about yeah. the, fighting the evil empire. Yeah. Like, literally fighting the evil empire. And, like, people, it's funny. I, I, saw, I saw. And the one black dude in the movie ends up being a traitor. Right? Like, dude, it's like, ah! Like, it's it's like, they're trying to make up for it. You know, they're trying to make up for it. And they try to make Lando now seem like he's a real cool guy. He's like, ah, dude, it was, it was an opportunity. I'm sorry. You know, like, it's like, fuck, dude. Like, like, ah, George Lucas, come on. Like, but dude, but one of the funniest, I think, tweets I read recently was like, it's like, it was just about that. It was like, people, like, y'all can fucking recite Star Wars and totally feel with that rebellion and that that fight but can't live in the real world and understand that that's actually happening like right now like that's like the disconnect is again the distractions the like the things that right. keep you from seeing what's actually happening like well and so much of that aesthetic for the evil empire was based on nazi germany yes and the and fascism police like, yeah the right. police states and 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 yeah dude it's I mean, again, we are talking about earlier, like, we have a president who is literally saying he is anti-anti-fascist. Fuck us. Like, <laughs> like, like, come on. That's, how does it not, like, that, that's yeah, crazy. It's, it's, that's he's, bad. If there's been anything during his presidency, it's very clear about his position. Very clear. They, they tear gas. You can watch the video of him tear gassing people. To clear a square, to fucking get a hold, hold, have him fucking hold a book up like fucking crazy. Like this is like any, it's like business as usual. It's just so wild. Like it's, 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 we are, there is, 
there is something happening and it's like now like again we talked about it, it's like we can't we have to address these things we can't go back we can't be lulled back to sleep we can't be rocked like that's what the that's what like opening the economy and like going back to business is normal like a it's gonna fucking get people sick and b it's like we've stopped listening to professionals about people like like scientists doctors like like health people like people whose job is to take care of like to monitor our health we're not listening to them and it's like we're like and it's what's gonna be crazy is that i mean what's gonna happen it's that 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 the the camel's back's gonna be broken like the health are already fucking shambling mess of a healthcare system will be pushed to the brink it will get tested and then like i mean dude we were already filling uh moving like like rental trucks with bodies like we need to ref- we're running out of, like other countries are running out of places to put bodies because there's so many people are dying it's like this is a legit thing that we're just like going to the pool bro i get my tan on you know i'm gonna fucking i'm gonna go to the gym get swollen up you know like fuck dude and it's like what's crazy what's nice that's like durham every, most places i go most majority wearing masks majority of people they're taking they're like it's like you know, no shoot, no no shoe, no shirt, no shoes, no service. Like you know, no mask, no service. Like you gotta wear this shit, which is again terrifying for store owners that everyone's gonna fucking walk in with a mask. But like, it's you leave Durham, you drive the periphery. When I go to work on the farm, it's like no one's wearing masks. You know, when you start to drive out a little further, I don't call it the sticks, but like. No, you, you know, there changes. are certain parts of North Carolina that I would consider Trump country. Oh, for sure, dude. I, I mean, I drive through it. I drive through it when I go to work on the farm. It's I see. And they I, don't take that stuff seriously. And it's and it's his fault. I mean, I, so much of this, and this is something that taking hydrochloroquine. Republicans it's great for me. won't take credit for. They have enabled him the yes. last four years. Oh no, they know. And we. The worst possible thing could happen between COVID and now these pro. I'm not saying the protests are bad, but the combination of all these things the, creating the, the chaos yes. that it's created. And we have a, a leader and leadership that have no idea how to deal with this. And frankly, I don't think care to know no, to, to do anything it's an about excuse. it. They're raiding the coffers. Like they're they're literally signing checks for their businesses for their buddies for for the one percent they're literally emptying like like i'm saying like whoever gets this inherits this mess whether it is trump again like then like shame on us yeah if, if this happens again because like we're not on a fucking tv show like this is a fucking like the, people's lives have been lost like dude i mean the covid response the fact that there was no legit federal like 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 this is what we're gonna this is this is the procedure we're doing this it was like oh you guys you guys handle on your own you yeah, you like new york you're good california like you handle your own like you just like you do whatever like um like my uh, my mom who's like she already she has a a nonprofit that does work in thailand but when stuff has happened in the states she helped out with katrina she helped out with uh with sandy like she's helped like she like when when things things happen even here she helps out so when i mean she was prepared for this in january she was already reading the fucking the news from what was happening in asia and she was preparing like she she got she closed her offices early before 
like Maryland, even the governor was like, we're going to close everything. Like my mom was like already on that. And then like she had supplies already. She was like already like she saw that other country was were, were already seeing supply shortages. She was printing things. She was like she was getting so much shit done that the government, the like she was doing a better job at supplying people with 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 medical supplies than their own governments. Like she was sending masks around the around the fucking country like to people that were like we heard you have this we could use whatever you got like like san diego like uh connecticut like all these fucking like across the country michigan everywhere like like that's insane this is a fucking a, a private citizen doing this doing the job of a government that's supposed to do this like she shouldn't have to and she like she's been working super hard to keep that going or like when it was all like it was all like a shit storm you know and she was like this is crazy like she like i should like I feel like I can't stop because if I do, like they're like she like nursing homes like begging her for fucking, for gowns for masks for glove for anything like anything they could get like people we didn't. The buffoon president didn't set this shit. He privatized the fucking response. You know, it's like how can we make money off this? How can my friends make money off this? Like fucking trash. Like this. It's it's like so wild. <sighs> yeah, I like I said at the top. If he gets reelected, I don't think our country is prepared for the ramifications. And I, you know, there are plenty of other leaders in the Republican Party that I would vote for tomorrow if it meant Trump not being president. And so this is not a like get the Republican out of no, office get, stance get... for me. This is a like this guy is this is the national emergency. Yeah, it's, <laughs> this it's is... a real. It is. It is. It's a it's, real problem. We have we we have someone ill-equipped to deal with massive, massive problems that are like it. Like he's trying to play checkers while there's like 4D chess being played around him. Like there, I've like and you like you have to think who is like at the helm, like barely keeping this ship kind of up. Like it could like. I mean, it's it. The ship is fucking. There's the, the 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 leaks have been are 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 huge now. You know, they're fucking. We're taking on. We cannot get this water out of this ship fast enough. You know, it is it is going. And but stock market's doing well, which is fucking bonkers. It's weird. This is such a fucking weird upside upside down world. It's just so like. I wonder what the Hillary timeline's like. It's probably more 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 indoctrin like like more indoctrinated because no one's like fighting for. Yeah, it's like, that's what i worry about is i don't know if we're if le- i think that the citizens are ready to seize this moment i don't know if leadership is and even if it is leadership. joe biden you know is our president in a year i don't trust that he will even be the person that will well, usher I, us into the era that we're all screaming that yeah. we want well i think i think people like people who are in like from like late 20s to like like for like 40s like that's like we need to be more active or be like like this uh, the thing that the one thing that does give me hope are the the like like young people who are protesting who are the young people who are like so inclusive of everyone doesn't matter like they're the most like we were talking about like you know they're the most inclusive group of americans that have ever graced this 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 country you know they're like they want everyone to fucking you know to be equal like again talking about like you know like the gender the gender identities like how that's like you know 
for older millennials, it's hard for us to, to, to adapt to that. But it's like you have to, if you want to be a part of it, you have to fucking, you have to include, you have to fucking, you have to work on yourself. Again, it's like, you know, being a human, constant work. It's constant work. That's like the, 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 the a lot of people forget that it's, it is a job kind of to like be a good person. It's not just like, you're good. It's like, that's it. I'm so good by myself. I don't need to do anything else, you know? I'm just like, gotta work on it. Gotta be a good community person. I don't know. What do you think people who are listening to this show, what's like a, a piece of um, content that you've consumed or something that you think would be valuable to give a signal boost in terms of educating ourselves and knowing our history and being better equipped to move forward that's a it's a big question um besides the podcast you were on with Salim, besides that but um I, I don't know because the work that you have to do to educate your it's 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 so varying because every, each person has their own like I, like when i talked as an asian person to white people about my own racial my my the shit that's happened to me they don't get it because you know it's hard for them you know it's, it's you know, same thing when i talk to like a black like like, so, like most of my black friends they they get they're like yeah they it's like the 100 you know it's like i don't have to explain that loaded ass shit to them because they fucking get it they know and it's like but like with my wife it's like you're, it, they, they won't i always tell people it's like you you need again just history just look at just look pick up a history book or, or find other like they're like a look look at a lot of the work that like former activists have done and i mean like now it's like funny when my friends it's like oh like have you heard of james baldwin it's like oh no, tell me about him like what have you learned you know and it's like fucking yeah i've heard of him jesus like come on like <laughs> like you know what i'm saying like how many people have discovered James Baldwin in the last fucking four, three, four weeks? Like Angela Davis, all these fucking, these people have done the work that's there. It exists. It's, it's like a newer, the newer, like Tennessee Coates, like you know, eight years we were in power. It's a fucking great, it's a bunch, it's short stories. It's, it's easy to consume. You know, that's like, that's what it's like. But like people, it's like people, this shit exists. Yeah. We can't be lazy and complicit in, in it. You have to be active. That's what I'd say. That's like, you just yeah. have to be active. You have to want to, 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 to do that. Or do you want to, you have to want to learn about, again, that dark, dark history. Oh, ah, racist history. <laughs> I, I think the thing for me has always been music. And I, I point to, you know, all we, we, you named folks like Angela Davis and um, James Baldwin and so many of those names and countless other names came to me through music like you know mm-hmm. rappers making reference to yes. them because that was the school that they were brought up through. yes and so i've found myself turning to uh, and this happens every couple of years where i just really dig back into the um like dead prez mm-hmm. uh even immortal technique while he is he, he is maybe not aged well <laughs> uh over time but you know there is music if if music is the way that you consume the world there is music out there that can break down some of these figures for you uh or open your eyes up to 
people that you may not be exposed to in your everyday life Uh, i've I've found I've, uh, i've been seeing more stuff about like people saying hey man just like just go back to singing that music or like like laura ingram like what dave Chappelle talks about it's like dribble that ball you know like there's a lot of people who will consume the music but not they don't it's the like political like speech. like i was reading an article how people people who are like i'm upset that rage against machine is fucking political it's like fuck are you dumb dog like what is like reading that art it's like you can totally picture it like someone who's like you know just never never thought you know i don't know it's just like i just like how it's fucking it's angry music yeah it's angry and then like takes them fucking 20 years to finally realize 25 years to realize like oh this is a fucking like hardcore leftist like radical propaganda like like, the name is literally rage against right and it's like what do you think the machine was like what are you and it's like it's so funny it's like if you disagree with rage against machine you are the machine that's it Simple as that. That's just like that is it. That is a hundred percent it. That's just like they were not part of my musical palette growing up, but I I am definitely one of those people that has been revisiting their music. They're getting a lot of streams from me dude. these last few weeks. Dude, um, Evil Empire came out when I was in fifth grade. Dude, fifth grade was it like like I saw some I saw Akira, Ninja Scroll, and Rage Against Machine and Wu Tang came into my life. <laughs> some monumental visual and audio like audible like influences to be like kicked in the fucking mouth with I'm like oh uh, <laughs> it feels like a day that feels like i need to dude queue up 36 chambers uh evil empire like you said dude. and then just watch akira dude fifth grade that was my fifth fifth grade i like my my homie my homie's like older brother who was like in high school was fucking blasting that shit and then like watching like watching this anime and stuff it's like oh God, I'm so glad that Run the Jewels put out an album recently because they they've Dude. been the closest thing to me in recent years uh, mm-hmm. of that like politically charged Dude, Killer Mike Dude, Killer music Mike is, that I've been looking for. He's a beast. He's yeah. like he's he's like a force. He's a force to be reckoned with. And, and even like, I mean, if you go back, uh, you know, a lot of people who are familiar with Run the Jewels, maybe not be familiar with LP's full catalog, but like Company Flow. That dude, dude has been Dude, on... Company Flow. I got into that because of skateboarding. Like, dude, yeah. the, the, the skateboard video fulfilled a dream. Like this one skateboarder, black skateboarder, Brandon Turner, had a Company Flow song as as his song it was like da dun da dun da dun 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 It's like, whoa, fuck. Like what is this? I've never heard this like slap like this and like that like that like skateboarding was it like got me in back like got me into hip-hop and like really like that the the and a bunch of like skateboarding is like there's so many that's why, like it's I, another I really, element of counterculture it I is always it is like it always was yeah, yeah and and it was it was oh, it's just so influential like especially on a lot of the stuff that i do like i mean hip-hop it inform it like it motivates me like like a lot of the visuals that they create when rhymes i try i'm trying to like how do i make that exist in the real world like like the last piece i work on the cocaine hurricane like how do i take all these components of the history of hustling like and like that's been like you know in and like how do i condense it not even condense but just to kind of like encapsulate this fucking it's crazy you know it's so it's so expansive and like you know the like 
generational you know it's not just like one generation experience it's like it's evolved like over and over again but well i feel like we could go for literally ever so forever forever i i, I talk a lot I, my wife she like she's like okay i know i know you want to say that i'm just like we'll get to it one thing one 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 battle at a time um but thank you so much for being the first guest on this brand new podcast buddy pass Dude, it's thank been you a real for having pleasure. me. Uh, even though the world is burning, we still have our friends and no, still have our communities. It's, 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 the world is, is, has always been fucked up. We just have to make it better. And we just always have to be constantly working. That's what it is. It's always we work. I like the optimism there. Always. Like, even though I'm my, my dark ass brain, we have to. We have to. Like, we have to. You have to be that positive beacon. You can't, you can't depend on other. We can't depend on celebrities. We can't depend on, on like, these, like, influencers to do shit like you have to be that source of inspiration motivation for yourself and others you can't i don't know oh, you know it's like you can't be, be quiet you can't be quiet you can't be quiet well it's gonna be hard to follow up that so with that in mind thank you for listening as always support the patreon patreon.com backslash buddy ruski make sure you check out all of raj's work what's uh what's your website these days uh, it's rajbanug.com r-a-j-b-u-n-n-a-g.com Definitely go out and check out his work. You, I'm sure you'll see him in the streets if you're out there protesting. See my posters. I'll be, yeah. I'll be, I go to a couple. All right, y'all. That's our show. Appreciate you listening. Shout out to Raj. We'll see you next time. <laughs>